quote I have here as well is from a guy called Thomas Aquinas. There we are. Wouldn't you like to be a friend with him? There is nothing on this earth more to be prized than true friendship. I guess you can't easily disagree with it, hopefully. Hopefully you do prize friendship. When it is said to be prized, uh, so something you have to do, you have to work to on it in order to gain it, not just sitting here and then expect true friendship will be given to you uh, mm. for granted. So through like loyalty, trust, uh, ups and down uh, experiences. And you have to really hold on to it when you've got it, yeah. yeah. And it won't be given to you on a plate. Great, anyone else? Um, I was going to say that um, I think, yeah, just remembering that the the best friend is Jesus, and from that friendship, everything else follows. Okay. So, um, friendship is one of those things I think people don't always realise they've got it. Uh, so I see that in in like church families and that I can see those uh, those uh, strengths. But I don't think people always realise it. Mm. Real wisdom, good guys, very good. That's great. Um, so yeah, so. Friendship is a wonderful thing. And um, think about some of the most popular series of the last couple of decades. I mean, this first one I'm thinking of is, is going back more than just a couple of dec decades, back to the 80s. Do you remember Biker Grove? Biker Grove, let's now skip ahead to like the 90s and onwards, the last couple of 2000s, I guess. Friends, The Office, The Big Bang Theory, Community, Parks and recreation, what have they all got in common? They're all about friendships. They're all about groups of friends, even quite dysfunctional friends. Uh, but we love watching those programmes, they make us laugh. We, we binge on them, not because one particular episode is amazing, but just getting to know those groups of people and their dynamics and really longing to have something that we see in those programs. And we'll come on to why friendship is such a wonderful thing, but friendship is a really hard thing to come by. Um, there has been a YouGov survey that was done recently where the question was, how easy do you find it to make friends? And positive one here, despite the lockdowns, a third of Britons said that they made a new friend in the last year. Are you one of those third? Have you made a, a new friend in the last year? Uh, um, how many close friends do you have? This was a bit more gloomy. 12% of Britons said they have just one person who they call a close friend. And 7% said they do not have anyone who they would call a close friend. That's sad, isn't it? And the older you get, don't want to be ageist about it, the statistics tell us the older they get, you get the more likely you are to say you don't have a close friend. 2%, 16 to 24 year olds, and 9% of Britons who are over the age of 40. Okay. Now, this is another uh, interesting one. On average, Brits consider 2.6%, Brits consider 2.6% of people Britain's individual, I didn't write that one very well, I think it's saying, on average, Britons would say they have 2.6 friends, who are close friends, who are best friends. And in Saudi Arabia, it's 6.6 .6 friends. 
This is YouGov. This is proper statistics. Although one of them came from the Snapchat survey, so <laughs> we'll skirt over that one, but mainly YouGov. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is friendship is very difficult. And uh, I just want to spend a few minutes not really focusing on how we go and get friendship, because we could easily see things like that, but how are we being a good friend to others? Because it is interesting just to note, I found in my experience, I don't know what you think about this, but sadly those most needy to get friends are often those that can be least successful at pursuing and getting friendships. And one of the focuses needs to be, one of the questions we need to ask ourselves this evening for a few minutes is, how am I doing as a friend? So we need to ask some questions of ourselves. So we're going to look at and do a bit of a friendship audit for a few minutes. So four quick things that we need as we consider ourselves to be friends, to be a good friend to someone else from the book of Proverbs. Number one, are you faithful? Are you a faithful person? Are you constant and consistent? Proverbs 17, 17, a proverb I'm sure many of us know. A friend loves at all times. Now, what does that mean, to love at all times? It means in all kinds of times, the good and the bad. You cannot be a friend unless you have complete availability to someone else. You're being there for others in a difficult time. And perhaps it also means that you don't let a friend go to ruin, as the Proverbs say. Um, you know, just think about when you're having maybe a really difficult time in your life. An acquaintance will say to you, maybe someone at work, they'll say, give me a call if you ever want to chat about it. And of course, they're not really uh, seeking you to call them. They're not expecting it. It's a nice throwaway phrase, but a friend really will stick by you. If it's a place where you've ruined things, perhaps it's that friend actually who won't generally let you get into that rut in the first place. They won't allow you to cause ruin upon yourselves. So friends, are if you are a friend, you've got to consider how are you faithful? Are you a consistent constant sort of person to your friends. Secondly, are you caring? Here we're looking at the whole idea of emotional intelligence. A friend is emotionally sensitive to someone else's life. What do you think about this? This is a question. Do you agree with this? If I can be happy when you're sad, am I your friend? What do you think about that? Yes, no? What do you think? If I'm happy when you're sad, am I your friend? No or yes? Um, I'd say yes. Okay. Because otherwise, if you've got a lot of friends, you're going to be losing You'll be very sad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a sense with friendship, isn't it, of that you need to have that emotional connection to really be caring for someone. You need to get emotionally tangled up with someone, don't you? That when you're sad, I'm sad. When you're happy, I'm happy. There's a sense of rejoicing when you rejoice and mourning when you mourn. A friend gives that emotional connection, which is a massive thing. A true friend knows how to meet your emotional needs. I wonder, do you have friends that you know well in that sort of way? Do you try to be that kind of friend to someone else? It takes a lot of thoughtfulness, doesn't it? We need more 
Timothy's in the world, and I'm not talking about myself, but I'm talking about Paul ha- the Apostle Paul having a friend called Timothy, who in Philippians 2, 2, he says, I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. Um, Heidi has a friend at her workplace. I know it's Mother's Day, so I feel I have to sort of honour mothers and say something nice about her, so I'll say that for a moment. And um, this friend at uh, her workplace, her sister was in a horrendous car crash. And her friend was saying that, she's on this WhatsApp group with with a friend from from school, now they'd always be chatting about things, they'd always be interested in, in the next party that they're hosting and all that sort of thing. And as soon as this girl shared about all the horrible things that had happened to her sister and how it was unlikely she was ever going to walk again, the WhatsApp group just went silent. No one was really getting involved, no one was really offering any support, it just went quiet. And that was actually a time where this was a new colleague of Heidi and she was getting to know her and I don't, I'm not sort of bragging about my wife, but that girl said to her, you were the only one that cared for me in that situation. It's that importance of emotional connection that when someone's received that devastating news that you are there for them, that you're emotionally caring and involved. The next one is, are you frank? Not the person frank, okay, just to make that clear. The famous proverb, Proverb 27, 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend. Are you frank? A friend is honest with you. Proverbs 18, 24 says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother, or it could say sister as well. Why is that? Because he does not have friends, if we don't have friends close enough to us, uh, the, the, the person, the proverb, sorry, talking about his why? Because he does not have friends close enough to him to let him know when he is facing ruin. A true friend will risk losing the friendship if it means saving their friend from a disaster. That's true, isn't it? A, a, a true friend doesn't just say yes and nod and you're right all the time. No, no, they'll, they'll help point out to their friend, you're about to go into a you're about to make a stupid decision. You're about to cause ruin over your life. A good friend is not someone that just agrees with you all the time. That is not good friendship. Friend of faithfulness is the wounds from a friend. Um, Jackie Hill Perry is a poet, and she says this about vulnerability and friendship. Love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it up carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all tanglements. Lock it up safe in a casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will not become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. Amen? That's what friendship's all about. It hurts. It's hard as you invite someone in, as you allow them to come close and you allow them to give you feedback. 
Sometimes we can be quite hypersensitive and we need to invite people in to say, look, I want you to be honest with me and to challenge me. That's what a true friend does, someone that you could trust. If you aren't going to trust the rebuke from a friend, then who can you trust in life? Are you frank? And then last one, last question for us as we do our friendship audit. Do you counsel others? Now, I'm not saying that you're a qualified counsellor, but we all have to be those that are actually giving out good advice. We're giving out encouragement, we're also giving out correction and rebuking and, and support in that way. Are you that sort of person? Does someone come to you for advice? Has someone come to you for any advice, a close friend, in the last week, in the last month, in the last year? If you want to invite friendship in, you need to be someone who's ready to listen, but then ready, not in an arrogant way, not in an egotistical way, but to helpfully challenge someone in the situation they're in, to bring correction and to bring real care and love. Really, to summarise all that I've been saying, um, Tim Keller puts it all very well in one sentence. He says, a friend always lets you in and never lets you down. A friend always lets you in and never lets you down. A friend always lets you in. They're frank. They're able to receive counsel. You're able to give counsel to them. And they, lever, and they never let you down. They are caring. They are consistent and constant. I wonder, just as we've had a few minutes to reflect on this, how are your friendships going? Do they start to exemplify some of those questions, some of those things that you desire to see in your friends? Are you able to show them? I mean, as I was looking over those questions and just considering my friendships over the last couple of years, it was been pretty tough. And I thought to myself, I'm not a great friend. Well, if you're thinking like me, can I give you a bit of encouragement before I finish this evening? Let's just focus on the friendship of Jesus. Because not long before Jesus died, as he was in that scene where he's washing the disciples' feet, he says to them in John 15, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down their life for one's friends. Jesus is the faithful friend. Jesus is the caring friend. He's frank with us and he is the wonderful counsellor. Jesus is the one who lets us in and he never lets us down. I don't know how you're feeling about this and, and thinking about how you can be a better friend, but if you're struggling with this, turn to Jesus. Look at him, adore him, enjoy his friendship, and who knows, that might rub, out on, rub off on you, and it may even rub off on me. Amen.